Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dexterous Lifestyle. We have our guest, Lou Rosado Jr. Welcome, Lou. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate the opportunity. And we have our co-host, Kelly Powell. Hello, everyone. (laughs) And Lou, we're so excited to have you today with us. Um, Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Uh, Lou Rosado Jr. Uh, from originally uh, from New Jersey, now in the process of transitioning to Houston, Texas. I'm a flat fee financial advisor, and the flat fee is the caveat to it. Uh, many financial advisors um, are very easy to find. The flat fee is what differentiates, you know, um, how I do what I do. Awesome! Awesome. Yeah, I know that is usually one of those questions about having a financial advisor. Yeah. How much is it going to cost? So we'll be um, excited to find out more about what you do. But before we get started. In a world filled with chaos, we try our best to create a balanced lifestyle. We love to be productive, but we also love to rest. We love to be efficient but not at the cost of our peace. There is a direct correlation between our habits and our happiness. The Dexterous Lifestyle is meant for those of us who live hectic lives, but with the right tools, information, and resources, we can strive for order, peace, health, wealth, and calm. It's not too much to ask. We deserve a dexterous mind, a dexterous body, and plenty of dexterous spaces to support our dexterous lifestyle. All right. So again, welcome everybody. Um, Again, we're talking with Lou Rosado, financial advisor who charges flat fee. Um, And at the Dexterous Lifestyle, um, our clients are looking to live more dexterous lives through the power of habit, um, and focus and changing small things um, to get them more organized. Um, and so some of the challenges that our clients have is with um, paper management and so many other things, but a lot of times it's also their financial life that mm-hmm. they need to get in order. <clears throat> so, um Lou, I, I really am intrigued by your story of how you became a financial advisor. Could you tell us your origin story? Sure. Um, it was a true uh, trajectory moment, you know, in, in my life. It was I'm 45 now, I'll be 46 in a couple of months. And uh, when I was 40, I was registering my son for college. Having at that time not ever gone to school, you know, other than high school, obviously, I went straight to the military. That was something that I was working for. You know, what parent doesn't want, you know, their 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 child to do better, right? So here's my son, and we're going to register him for this major university in New Jersey. We get to the point where we're doing the actual paperwork and the financial portion of things. And she says, all right, Dad. Um, so here are all of the costs. And I looked at all of these zeros 
on this thing. And she saw right on my face and she says, don't worry, we're going to help you. Okay. So she starts asking, all right, how much do you have in your checking account? How much do you have in your savings account? Do you have a 529? Do you have any investments? And it was, I mean, I literally went from one of the highest of highs to the lowest of lows in a split moment. You know, I'm supposed to be the man, right, the, the of, of the house and taking care of my son and providing. And here I am financially stripped naked. Mm. I'm like, I've really been living my life to pay bills. And all of this is happening right in front of my family. Mm. You know, and it was it was literally to this day the most humiliating experience I'd ever gone through. We finished wow. registering him, and I said, "This, I, I no way. This cannot continue. I'm raising my kids in the same cycle. You know, they just don't. They don't have it as bad as as I did. You know, I grew up on spam and corned beef. You know, things like that. Um, they don't know that life, but they the life that they're headed is paycheck to paycheck. And I got to do something. Fast forward a year later, I'm in college." Um, I graduated from the uh, from SNHU, Southern New Hampshire University. I got my associate degree, general studies, in just under a year. Wow. Would not recommend. <laughs> I was working 50 to 60 hours a week in the corporate world, um, leadership there. Um, and my shift was um, 8.30 in the morning to 7 p.m. So I was up four in the morning. I'd hit the treadmill for an hour or so, get on my college studies, and then go to work. And because I'm a bit of a maniac and that wasn't enough, I went back for more. Um, I went back. This time, I had a better idea of what I wanted to do, what I wanted to be um, in the world of finance. And it, it, I quickly discovered it wasn't just enough for me to change my way of living and to impact my kids. I knew I'd been helping people all of my, all my entire life. Mm -hmm. And I realized like, that's really what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm. So I had to be more intentional and more purposeful with my steps going forward. Information changes situations. So now that I have this information mm -hmm. and this self-knowledge, what am I going to, now the ball's in my court. That's when I really started pursuing financial planning in hopes to keep someone from sitting in that seat that I was in and feeling mm -hmm. as low as I felt wearing those shoes I wore. So I started sure. pursuing that same schedule only after I was done work. It was then studying for my state licensing that's required to become a financial advisor. So that was my schedule for 10 and a half months straight. Um, God bless my wife wouldn't have happened without her. <laughs> you know, so that, that was my that was my schedule. Finished all of that. Immediately, once the firm had uh, the financial planning firm that I now also work for in a different capacity, the CEO got a better understanding of what I was doing, how I was doing it. And most importantly, why I was doing it. Um, divine intervention came into place and he said, look, I'm expanding like crazy. He said, we're in three different states. I need help with logistics. My degree was in business management, operations, and logistics. Wow. Right? Ugh. 
he offered me a position as vice president of administrative operations for the firm. So I essentially wear two hats. I oversee all three of our offices, um, as well as maintaining my own clients as well. So I kind of switched back and forth throughout my day. Um, and I love it. Mm. You know, my job is literally changing lives. I, there's nothing more rewarding than that. Um, you know, and my approach is the way I look at it, and, and I'm a man of faith, everybody, 90% of the country believes in some higher energy, some capacity, right? Whether it's religion, you know, the, the universe, whatever it may be, some good old fashioned Jesus is me, right? Um, you know, and the way I see it, he put 40 years of work to get me to that point where I had a decision to make about my life. Forty years is a long time. Now the ball's in my court to give him a return on his investment. Wow. So what am I gonna do with everything that he's put into me? What am I going to do with it? Mm-hmm. And this is the best format and the best platform that I know how to do that. That's so, a that's amazing. I love that. I love that. You know, something that just jumps out at me immediately is that so many people at that point in their lives, midlife, mm-hmm. think that it's too late. Yeah. So how would you mitigate that? How would you explain to someone it's not too late? Perception, your mindset, that's everything. That your mindset is everything. I didn't see it as a midlife crisis, I saw it as a midlife awakening. Mm, beautiful. You know, have you ever gone? You, know, I'm sure you've gone to a matinee. You know, you go to a movie theater at twelve o'clock or what have you. And you come out of the movie theater and it's like it takes a second. You, know, you guys got to adjust, right? That's what I felt like. I felt like I had been watching a very entertaining forty year movie, <laughs> and now the real world is here, and now I've got to go to work. Once you understand the power of me, that's when you're really starting to learn how to control what you can control. Life is a constant readjustment and a rebalancing of energy. And the hardest part for a selfless individual is to say it's my time. You're constantly in a state of giving. Especially if you're married and you've got kids, you know, you're a caretaker. Maybe you're constantly trying to give, 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 sometimes to your own detriment. My case was that's all I've ever known. You know, my grandfather raised me very old school. Man works, period. It's it, that's that. You know, you take care of the house, right? So that's all I'd ever known. Work, 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 work. But there was no purpose other than I'm just supposed to. Once I understood I could do more with that if I were just more intentional with it. That's when things really started to open up for me. When I started seeing the ripple effects and understanding and just looking, kind of taking a step back and looking. Man, so you mean to tell me there are people that are watching what I say? And watching what I do, like I didn't know that. I learned that 
I, I always knew there were people that, that needed to hear what I had to say because I love sharing, right? Um, and all of me. So if I make a mistake, hey, Andrew, don't do that because when I did it, this is what happened to me. I've got no problems bearing my soul, right? Sure. Um, that I learned that there are people that want to hear what I have to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Grab a chair. Yeah. You know? and, and one thing you mentioned earlier was about purpose. Yes. So you were doing Yes. For the sake of doing. And then when you had purpose, you kind of, you not kind of, you gained direction. Yes. And it gave you like this focus that I've like, I mean, it's inspirational. <laughs> Thank you. I Thank mean, you. when did you sleep, Lou? We're doing, <laughs> during that, during that time. Very little, very little. <laughs> Be perfectly honest with you. I was just so, you know, I, to, when I, when I registered for college myself, Full disclosure, I had no idea what I was going to do, much less how I was going to do it. I just knew that wherever I was supposed to go, whatever I was supposed to be doing, it's not here. Mm. And I'm not going to find it if I stay here. So I'm going to start walking and wherever I go is where I'm supposed to be. And if not, well, then guess what? I'll redirect and I'll find my way. But my way is not here. It's not going to happen. You, you wanted to get out of the insanity, right? That's what I they had say. to. I Doing had the same to. thing over and over and expecting a different result the is same. insanity, right? That's, That's what they it. say. So you, you say, whatever it is, it's not this. <laughs> right. I don't know what it is, but it is not here. I know that. I know what it's not, right? And it's not this. You know, and, and in that journey, you start to see, you have different conversations with different people. Right. Oh, you're going to school at 41 now, man. You know what? I did that, or I've been thinking about doing that, and now you and I are having a conversation, and that becomes the norm. Hey, this is Lou. He's going to college. weren't you talking about it? But you said you didn't want to because you were 35. He's 41 now. He mm-hmm. now he and I are having conversations. As wow. that continues, and I start to develop my career, I realize my circle is changing. I need to focus energy on that now. I need to curate that, right? So my circle consists of people that are either in the, so I used to box when I was a kid. My stepfather was a boxer, right? So, you know, I loved boxing as a kid. I love UFC. You're either in the crowd cheering me on, in the corner helping me win, or outside the stadium and got nothing to do with my life. Wow. I know the value that I put into relationships in every capacity, personal, professional, family. I give all of me. The only thing I ask in return is that back. I want Andrea to win. I want Kelly to win. It's one of the reasons why, man, one of you asked me to be on your show. Love it. Mm-hmm. You know, if our networks can do that. That's what I call one plus one equaling three, right? You know, I can help you. You can help me. We can all win and then we can help other people win. Like, why wouldn't? That's a beautiful thing. If it's a one-sided relationship, I'm sorry, I've got other things I need to focus my energy on right now. Yeah. Sure. I mean, this is this is a, a amazing segue because I was um, reading um, 
something in your in your bio about how you focus on uh, for your clients, you focus on their values in life situations to help them understand how to control how finances impact all of the above. And that's one of the things I got, I think is the kind of the essence of Dexter's lifestyle is helping to understand people understand that it's all connected. <laughs> you're, you know, you're giving your right. intro about what you do and how you do it. You can easily replace the word organization with finances. Boom, done. Like it's literally the same thing. There is an inherent emotional connection to money that shouldn't be, right? When you remove the emotional decisions are some of the worst ones you can make, right? Yeah. You know, following your heart, but with logic, right? Yes. When you are emotionally attached to money, you're making emotional decisions. When you treat money like a tool, now you can make logical decisions. You have to remove that emotional connection. That's the barrier that I serve for my clients. Don't worry about the money aspect of things. What do you want to do in life? Tell me the goals, your dreams, your aspirations, your wishes, your hopes. Let me help you carve a path there. That's the value that I bring, right? Right now, you may be saving up to buy a car. Okay, when are you going to be ready? Well, I should have about five grand or so in about a year. Okay, what kind of car? What kind of payments are we looking like? You know, these are all of the things that I do. You know, I tell people that everything that that when it comes to investments and 401k and this and saving and retirement and insurance, that's a full-time job. Mm. So if you're doing that and living your life, you're doing both of those part-time. Let me take yeah. all of those worries, all that strain, all that stress off of you, because guess what? That's my full-time job. Mm-hmm. Right? That's literally what I do for a living. You go live your life. I'll call you when I need you. We'll circle back. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and we'll go from there. But I need you to live your life. Yes. Take that strain off of you. And, and then um, we were kind of talking about this pre-show, deciding... <laughs> What time, how important is it to use our time versus our money when yes. we're hiring an expert to do something for us? Yeah. Like, and I think with financial advising, oh my goodness, a hundred hands down, it's better it's to have somebody in your corner who knows what they're doing and you're not wasting money and time because I know, I know, I don't know a lot about it, but yeah. I do know <laughs> that when you start investing, when is a big factor. Yes. Right? Very so, much so in so many different ways. Yes. Yeah. So time also plays an effect. So if you're like humming and hawing about, oh, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't, you're you're wasting valuable uh time. 100%. Where somebody would tell you like, no, this is what you should do and this is why you should do it and, and start it today, even if it's X. And I think we think we got to have, you know, a million dollars in the bank to start investing, but I know that's not true. So, Lou, tell us a little bit more about, like, who you serve. Because I know it's flat fee, mm-hmm. but, you know, is it is it a certain age group? Is it somebody who, you know, just started making money? Or tell us more about that. 
when when the current CEO, a good friend of mine, we were friends almost 20 years now, when when um, he bought the firm, he comes from the hood in Atlantic City, New Jersey. It was important for him to have a platform that he could take back home. Right. AUM stands for assets under management. I just saw, ironically enough, a commercial yesterday, um, major company, Fisher Investments, they do, you know, they do investments for clients. The commercial said, clear as day, if you have a $500,000 401k and looking to invest it, come to blah, 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 call us. And I don't know where I come from. Right? People don't have $500,000 that they can say here. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of $50,000 in cash that can say here. Right. Mm-hmm. Show me what you can do. And if you do good things, I'll give you the rest of my money. Right. So access is one of the biggest things, especially in black and brown communities. There's a perception. Right. I need a lot of money. I don't have a lot of money to, you know, to, to warrant, to justify a financial advisor. Right. So incorrect. Right. That's if anything, you need a financial advisor more. Right. To help you get to that point. Right. So for a flat fee that's on a sliding scale, I don't care how much money you have in your savings account. What I need to know is how much money you want to have in there, because that's a goal that you and I need to now work towards. I have some clients, literally, my flat fee is as little as five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars. You literally have the same access that millionaires have Wow! to investment tools. The issue is time, right? It takes a lot of time to, to, to walk someone through that process. So from a business perspective, I get it. I can sit down with a millionaire. He can cut me $500,000 check. He already knows IRAs and this and that, what he wants, life insurance, but bing, bang, boom. Sign here, it's done. It's done, right? And making a lot of money doing that as an advisor. That that's a necessity as well. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to diminish that in any capacity, right? Because that individual already knows the value in having a financial advisor. It's paying me to take care of all that so he can go and do everything else that he wants to do in his life. Mm-hmm. Right? We can just shave a few zeros off of that and the same concept still applies. Mm. Right. The issue is how much time do I have to spend with my clients? And there are many financial planners that choose not to just because it's dollars and cents. Right. Spend hours upon hours upon hours teaching for a few hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll do it because I needed it. And I didn't have anybody to teach me that. So now that I learned it, it's incumbent upon me to go and teach that. Yeah. Another thing you said in your um, thing in your bio was a, a more therapeutic approach. Yes. I love that. I love Thank that you. too. In fact, I was going to ask specifically about you mentioned earlier having that emotional component mm-hmm. to money. Yes. How do you help people, guide people through the emotional 
connection and bring in logic to help them. By I'm by nature, I'm a very empathetic person. All right. I will work my tail off for you if you tell me your story about how you came up a certain way and now you don't want your kids to come up that way. So you want to have these college funds and investments for the kids. I'll work day and night for that. Mm. I won't work day and night to make you a buck. Understood. Right? Yeah. I need an emotional connection. As I establish. Well, Say again? <laughs> yes. Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. And as I as I established that with my clients, money becomes less and less important. The word why is one of my favorite words. Um, and I understand in the corporate world, right? You're not supposed to ask that. It's very challenging. Exactly. <laughs> I, need, I need to challenge you right now because you probably have some behaviors that are keeping you from getting to where you want to get to. Mm. I don't need to know what those behaviors are. I need to know where those behaviors are coming from. Mm. I'm not interested in turning off the fire alarm. I want to put the fire out. Right. So I'll consistently in a soft fashion, right, ask why. And we'll get down to the nitty gritty. Once you, you have your starting point and then you ask why, 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 and you get to your end point. Well, guess what? Just reverse engineer it. Right. And there there is your path to solving that particular problem. I have a hard time saving money. Why? Because I just love spending money. OK, why? Because I didn't have it when I was a kid. And it will do a deep dive and a true understanding of that. I don't care about the money. The money's going to be fine. The money will be. That's the ripple effect. I'm concerned as you to, uh, about you as a human being. How can I impact that? How can I touch your soul? Because once I do, by that time, you've removed that connection, that emotional connection to money. You're not worried about that anymore. You are focused so much on bearing your soul to help me help you. We get to that point. You love you some you after that. You, you, you end up so, you just, you feel so much in control of yourself now. Sometimes you just need to speak it. Oh, right? Control. You hear it like, oh my, it's so logical now. I didn't even see that. Mm -hmm. Now you do. Now you have the control. I'm not doing it for you. I just shined a spotlight on it. Yeah. You are the one who's going to take your bull by the horns, start making those behavioral changes, and the ripple effect, one of the ripple effects, is going to be control over your finances. Now you have full control over how your finances impact your values in your life. That's where wealth is. Mm. That's where Beautiful. wealth is. When, when you understand how money hits everything in your life, because money touches everything, right? Yes, but, I yeah. saw that in your bio. I remember that jumping out at me. It touches so all true. aspects of your life. You you don't need money to be happy. That's true, right? But if you control how money hits everything, you can be that much happier. Mm -hmm. You talk about, okay, time with your significant other. I'd love to take my wife on a vacation to Rome. I ain't doing that for free. <laughs> 
right? That costs money. Now, can we do things here? Absolutely. Rome is a whole different experience, right? So if I control how my finances are impacting certain things, I can make that budget and we can go to Rome. And I can spend that time with my wife there and that experience. You know, it take it takes us a fraction of time to create a moment. Hmm. And and money is in, it's woven in there. You can deny it all you want. Money's the root of all evil. I get all of that. <laughs> control it. Yeah. To the best of your ability, control it. Don't worry about how cold it is outside. You can't control that. Put your coat on. Mm. Yes. Right, because that you can control. It's supposed to rain today. You can't control that. Don't forget your umbrella, because you can control that. And yeah. when you control how finances impact your values in life, it's a whole new world. It's a whole new world. And really, what you're speaking about here is empowering people. That is at the core of what dexterous lifestyle is about, empowering people. We don't want to control their lives. We don't want to dictate to them what wellness, what uh, happiness, what achievement, what that means in their lives. They control that. And then we helped guide with wonderful people like yourself <laughs> to Thank come you. on and, and, and give us their expertise so that they can address the many facets of wellness and yeah. be empowered to take control. Speaking when when Andrew and I met, we met at a conference. Um, you know, she just said, we, we've got to get together. You know, we don't do anything in finance. We do this, 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 and that. And I'm like, yeah, but we do the same thing. You just don't Absolutely. see it. You know, but yeah. we had that connection there you know, from, from the start of why we do what we do and how we do it, the end result is the same. It's just from different perspectives. You're talking about organizing and, you know, everything in your life, organizing finances mm-hmm. in your different version of the same thing. So it's, you know. And it has that emotional connection. Yes. It has that, like, how did we come up with these perspectives that we may have? They all have the same. And um, I would love, so we're, we're doing Dexterous Lifestyle as is the podcast, but we also have our inner circle and we would love to have you um, back um, for our inner circle um, for yes. those who are uh, into the education, the coaching and consulting part that we'll be, be doing. And for those who are listening, Lou is offering 50% off his flat rate. If you mention this podcast, when you talk to him and you can do that, we have right now his contact information scrolling across the screen. Um, If you're listening to this, it will be in the show notes. Um, And so um, he has he's organized. He has a, a calendar link where you can book a call with him. And, and you can know already if you've, if you've gotten this far. This is the type of person you want to bear your financial soul to. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. <laughs> so if you have anything else you want to add, Lou, before we wrap it up. Just understand, you know, information changes situations. You know, how many times in your life have you said, my God, if I only knew that, 
I wouldn't have done that. I would have done this. You know, um, I do everything I can to provide as much information as I can. Mm. I'm constantly throwing things out there on, on, on social media, Facebook, Instagram. I even just started a TikTok. I said I'd never do that. Right. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm finally doing some things on TikTok. And it's a balance of both financial information and just good old fashioned human being, you know, how to be a better person, sharing my experiences in life, things that I'm a mentor to many and blessed to be able to do that, you know, and information changes situations. If you can get information for free, why not? Why not? It, you hear something, you're not in agreement with it. What did it cost you a couple of minutes of your time? And you keep it moving. You might hear something that is just a total and complete epiphany of a moment. You know, you hear something at the right time. You know what? You're right. Boom. Stomach in, chest out, shoulders back, chin up, head not, you know, straight to the front. So get the information. I beg. Please just get the information, make a decision. Informed, logical decisions are the best ones you can make. And I am positive someone heard some information today that from you that is boom. I would hope. <laughs> I would hope change them, put them in the right direction. Yeah. I thank the both of you enough. You know, any opportunity I can get to touch another soul, um, I'm all over. So I can't thank you both enough for this. Well, thank you, Louie, for your time yeah. and your um, information. My pleasure. My pleasure. And your passion. <laughs> ah, yeah, it's get used really to that. Sometimes I got to rein that in. But once I open up, it's kind of like a floodgate. So, um, <laughs> yeah, no, no. I no, don't think you should rein it in at all. I think that that is the catalyst to touch souls. You know, I've and that is I've been uh, sand, Sandman hooked. You know, all right, we got you. <laughs> it's cool. My bad. Sorry, I got it. I'm gonna have a seat now. <laughs> well, we love it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. No one in here. <laughs> None at all. None at all. We, I was just so intrigued by everything you were saying. Normally, I'm I'm loud and passionate. Or, I mean, not loud. Not that you were loud. I'm loud and passionate. <laughs> when I show my passion by being loud, which I'm I'm working on. Kelly is, she, you know, I, I'm going to tone it down a little bit. Just a yeah. little bit. <laughs> passion can be perceived as rage. You know what I mean? Yes. So, yeah. You got to, you got to, you know, within the confines of control, um, let it rip. Yeah, absolutely. So as long as people know and understand that I'm not upset, I'm just passionate. <laughs> like that skit on uh, Dave Chappelle. This is just the way I talk. <laughs> All right. I can't thank you enough, Lou. Um, we will definitely have you back. Guys, we, we are so happy you joined us for the Dexter's Lifestyle Podcast. Um, hope that you um, are going to use this information that Lou has provided with us to help you live a more dexterous lifestyle. lifestyle. <laughs>